Hey everybody, welcome to our Inferno cast number 003. I of course am Inferno Fox, the owner of this YouTube site podcast and everything. And with me here, I have my uh, many esteemed friends and family to discuss video games. And I want to go ahead and take some time to introduce them to everyone here and to everyone listening. First, we have Simbu Darkfang. He is our level five grandpa and resident of basement of the dead in aurora illinois that again is basement of the dead in aurora illinois simbu thank you for joining us hey you kids get off my lawn <laughs> ever <laughs> next we have storm rose sky and she, she is with the twitch and youtube channels of storm rose sky thank you storm for joining us Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. Next, I have Jason the 13th. He has his YouTube channel of Jason the 13th. Jason, thanks for joining us. Not a problem. <laughs> and we also have Jamie, Owl, Jamie Owls 87, mm -hmm. formerly a, named LJ from the last podcast. Jamie Owl is, of course, my partner in crime. Jamie Owl, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And last and certainly not least, we have Mobster. Mobster is my best friend, and he is also Jason the 13th's brother. Jason the 13th and I have dragged him kicking and screaming to a number of different video games. Uh, I probably kicking and screaming the least with, uh, what's that little series, Halo? Yeah, I'd say Halo. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> <laughs> so th thank you all very much for for joining me here and for today i want to discuss a, a topic that is really prevalent in in all types of gameplay and that of course is difficulty in video games and specifically kind of making a comparison between nes hard and more of a a, a current genre that we see and that of course is the souls like or games such as like dark souls but before i do that i actually want to take some time just to ask everybody the games that you're playing because i always like to see if it, it, week over week to see if we're, we're playing anything different and we we were we we're all actually off last week due to the july 4th holidays so two, it's been two weeks or 15 days since our last cast here jason the 13th what are you playing um, I'm still Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. My recording has been going so slow because I haven't had time. It's been busy, busy, busy right now. Oh my gosh, I believe it. How, how many hours do you think you're you're at with Zelda? Oh, I've got a good maybe maybe 10 hours. <laughs> I haven't Ooh. gotten to, I have not gotten to play it nearly as much as I'd like to. I, I that's probably because we're, we're all dragging you in on our uh. <laughs> our fork knife games and <laughs> yeah you're probably playing the a lot of the pokemon still <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. uh, simba what are you playing right now uh well i just finished stick of truth a little bit ago um you know and i surprisingly it's a game that people are sleeping on but oddly satisfying power wash simulator believe it or not <laughs> it is actually very relaxing it's funny too. I think Square Enix actually published that. I, they didn't make yes. it, but I, 
and it's that's so odd that the the makers of like final fantasy and dragon quest oh here's power wash simulator <laughs> yeah out, out of all the kind of titles you would expect from a square from a square enix dev um <laughs> a, a, a first person water shooting game <laughs> <laughs> oh that's too funny storm how about you are you still also playing stick of truth or or what are you good at getting into now I have finished Stick of Truth. I am now on the uh, fractured butthole. Um, <laughs> and, oh, it's so much fun. Just so much fun. Um, and also still trying to beat the Valkyrie Queen in God of War. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. let's see, working on, um, I'm always going to forget the name of it, the Dawn Horizon. The first oh, one. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes. Nice. Yes. So I'm a little, like, maybe 20% through. So because I've gotten just addicted to the South Park games. And then, you know, mm-hmm. there's Fortnite. So, yeah. The the only question I have, uh, Storm, is is that 20% of the story or 20% of the game? Because when they talk in the Zero Dawn, that is a big difference. <laughs> um. So- <laughs> Yeah, maybe a story, just like very a little past the intro. Um, she's not quite gotten to go to that uh, big challenge yet. You know, like she's preparing to leave. I think I just left it after she just talked to what's his name. And I can't remember his name. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his, that's her mentor, I think. Yes, yes. She just left her mentor to go do this big challenge thing so, so that's where ah. you got past the part of her playing as a little girl right yes yes okay. yeah i know exactly where you are yep, yep. yeah because uh, jamie i'll you you had finished both of the horizon games uh from i'll say start to finish but not actually like completing them you beat them all yes like i I, for both of them, I played some of the side quests, but I focused more on the main storylines because if I try to get through every single quest, I'll probably be playing the game for like months because <laughs> I like to take my time. I don't, I try not to rush through it, but you know, with so much games on my backlog, I focus on just finishing the main story. And then when I want to go back to play them again, that's when I'll go and just, you know, start playing the side quests then. And to that end, Jamie, I'll, uh, what games are you currently playing right now? So I'm still playing Luigi's Mansion 3 on my Switch. Um, I also started playing The Sims again. I had a hankering of playing uh, The Sims and building houses. And you make fun of me because every time I play The Sims, I'll play maybe like five minutes of it. And then I have to change my house or my Sims outfits or create a new family. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm just focusing more on the Switch right now. With Switch games, you know, I I was playing SpongeBob for a little bit, but then I started to get a little bored with that. So I thought maybe just to kind of, you know, stop a little bit, play The Sims, and I'll go back to that eventually. That's cool. Nice. Mobster, how about you? besides fork knife what else are you playing there's games outside of fork knife i didn't know that (laughs) um talking with a couple friends we might get back into rocket league a little bit but uh primarily fortnite 
So. Now, uh, if I remember, you were telling me some of uh, your other friends were trying to get you into Warzone. Have you gotten into in, into that a little bit? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> okay. I'm really, th- that could also be another podcast topic because, uh, so two podcast topics. One is just the military shooters in general. The other is the fact that if I'm remembering the stat, it's one third of all video games, people that play video games do it for military shooters like Call of Duty and Warzone and stuff. One third are sports games and one third is everything else that we play. That's That could be another topic. But if you do get into Warzone, that that'd be something where I wouldn't mind doing a, a podcast, uh, or even like a, we we do like a one on one or a, a smaller podcast, right? Or for anybody who's interested in joining, just kind of discussing that because uh, from what I, it's funny, I've heard some people say how military shooters are sometimes like guilty pleasure games, but so many people play them, so it's like what's to, to feel guilty of? Like if people want to play. A military shooter or they want to do candy crush it doesn't matter if you they're they're games they're video games just enjoy them and have fun but let me getting off my soapbox there um i'm gonna go ahead and get back to to the big topic main topic on hand and again that is my uh topic of the nes hard versus souls like games and before i kind of journey into that i just want to give a big shout out to my buddy joe uh, he he was the one who had actually suggested this. So again, Joe, if you're you're watching slash listening, thank you. De- definitely appreciate it. This will be something that uh, I remember you and I w- would be talking about whenever we were at work or whatnot. Uh, but really, the the idea of something being NES hard and we're I, I kind of classify all six of us as older gamers, and really it's because all all six of us have had thirty plus years of video game experience each we've all played video games on like the nes snes sega genesis so on and so forth so we really know and understand how these old older uh classic games really had that sort of ramped up difficulty and really nes hard is is anything that it's almost inflated to be difficult just to um Really, one of the little myths that that I've heard is games were inflated to be difficult so that they could actually sell more so that like you rent something at Blockbuster or Video Vault or something and you're going to rent it longer. You're going to rent it for more days and everything because you're going to take longer to beat it. And I forget. uh, I saw something on, on Twitter like three or four years ago where one of the old developers for one of the old games, it wasn't Battletoads, but something like that actually confirmed that, 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 mm-hmm. that was true, that they actually did make those old classic NES games that difficult so that people it would kind of lengthen the time people play and lengthen and increase the amount of uh, video game rentals. And Jason, I think you and I even had a discussion about, about this. I think you, me and uh, your oldest brother who is not currently present in this podcast right now uh had had that conversation and it kind of seemed like it was conspiracy ter- territory uh but it appa- apparently was true according at least according to this one developer but examples of nes hard games are stuff like silver surfer ghosts and goblins oh. contra <laughs> battletoads the first mega man castlevania 3 and ninja gaiden and all of us here most of us at least have some experience with a lot of these different games and everything like that and kind of getting to the idea of souls like like what the heck is a souls like with nes hard being stuff from like 
30 years ago, you got Souls-like games, which are as old as like, I want to say the very first Souls-like game was Demon Souls. And I could just feel the the crucifix the crucifixion in the comments section. People getting ready to type and say that's not when Souls likes began. Mm-hmm. But if if memory serves, it was uh, Demon Souls that released when the PS3 first came out from the company. They're literally called From Software. That this genre was born, and essentially, it's that kind of like think like how the the PS2 kind of God of War games were, except more kind of zoomed in the 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 combat is tighter the the main character that you design is really feels a little slower a little more sluggish and it's a hell of a lot more unforgiving and then that's generally what a like a souls-like game is and again examples of that include demon souls dark souls one through three uh sekiro shadows die twice uh they i was almost said newly released but it's not it's been out for about a year and a half elden ring um, and then even Metroidvania games like Hollow Knight uh, have been called a, like a Souls-like game just because of how difficult that is. And Jamie Owls and Jason, I'm going to be uh, kind of getting your feedback on Hollow Knight because I know you both have had some experience with that. And then even like roguelike games like Dead Cells have been classified as that. So before I kind of bring into the, the, okay, what's more harder? What's more difficult? Just want to kind of get a little bit of gauge from everybody here just to kind of see what which of these type of games have you guys played which of these games in particular did you guys find the the most difficult so like what single entries were like the bane of your existence and yeah i know i said the topic is nes hard versus souls like but if you got a game that was on like uh, mobster for example you got a game on the xbox that you felt was just super hard when i get when i when i ask you feel free to, to mention that for example but uh jamie owls let, let me let me ask you what out of all the games that, that you've played at nes hard souls like or even neither what, what game or game titles have you found the most difficult so there's two that come to mind and i played them when they were first on the uh, PS1, and it's those Crash Bandicoots, um, the remastered version. Uh, Playing the first one, for some reason, I don't know, like, if it's just me getting older, and I'm not as fast as, as I used to be, but I just felt like the first Crash Bandicoot came for the remastered version. It was a lot harder than it was for the original. And the same one um, for The Lion King. Um, when I was a kid, I was probably seven or eight years old when I got that up for the Super Nintendo. I was so good at that game. I beat it from start to finish. Like, I played it through for one night. But then when I got the uh, version for the Switch, again, I don't know if it's because I haven't played it in so many years or it's because I'm just getting old. But my reflexes are not as fast enough and if you guys remember, if you ever played um, the, the Lion King, the level where you're in the waterfall with the logs, I just, oh my god, I I just wanted to throw my Switch across the room because I just could not beat that level, and it took me a couple days to, just to get through to it. But though, like those, to me, were like really difficult. Yeah, I, I remember that being frustrating. Like I was getting frustrated watching you 
play that just because how much of a my blood pressure level is. Oh my gosh, um, Simbu, how about you? Uh, let me let me ask you what what game or games have you found the, the most difficulty with? Well, I am going to have to agree with Jamie Owls with the Lion King. And it's not the logs. It's the stupid um, boneyard where you got to do the jump back and forth. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where Mm -hmm. the lava is just rising up at you. That level right there, I'm sorry, that was the bane of probably most people's existence. (laughs) Um, Because it's a timing thing. And of course, with the limitations of gaming back then, you know, button Mm -hmm. impressed button button impress in uh button presses weren't as sensitive as they were as they are now they were a bit you know harder to hit um but other than that the original one two and three resident evils that stop drop shooting i could not stand it to the point where i hated resident evil uh, one, two, and three. I love. Uh, got the remasters two and three. I love the remasters, um, because it takes the way that hold stop and drop. Because let's be realistic here. You're trained in firearms. You're still gonna be able to shoot while you move. You're just not gonna be able to shoot as well. But again, limitations back in the day. And it's it's funny too because like if you're part of Stars or the Raccoon City Police Department, even if it's your first day, you're gonna have firearms training, so you could you you should be able to move and shoot at least reasonably well, at least you'd think, right? <laughs> well, and it's, yeah, I mean, if you're in the the Stars Special Tactics and Reconnaissance Squad, I mean, let's let's be let's be you know uh, let's be honest with ourselves here. You are like the Navy SEALs of the police department at this point. So you're not just going to go, Oh, I want to be in the stars and come out of boot. And yeah, you're in the stars. No, you've got to, you know, you've got to have extensive training for something like that. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Mobster, how about you? What game, what video games have you found to be uh, the most difficult? I really yeah, trying to think of a good answer and I'm trying like the most I could come to think of is like probably like something old school on Nintendo. I think it was the Simpsons game. I think that mm-hmm. one was really hard. And um I think Ninja Gaiden was pretty hard back then, but I don't play near as many one player games now as I did when I was younger. So it's it's funny too. I I remember even when uh we would play Ninja Gaiden on like virtual console on on the Wii, for example, we would trade off lives and everything, and we managed to beat the first first one, which is God, how, how difficult that game is. And then I, I do remember you playing the first Ninja Gaiden. I, I don't know if it's a reboot on the Xbox, the original, original Xbox. Man, that game was hard too. <laughs> But um, Jason, how about you? What games have you found the the most difficult individual? Uh, There was one game and I tried to remember the name of it and I can't. It it was a 
some kind of castle game back on the NES. So it was like a Qbert character. You were going around the castle, and as you went around, the castle spun. It was 2D, and you kept going up. And you had to get to each of the top castles. Uh, that game was horrible. But fun games, and this is where I'm going to show my age because it's all like NES games. I did, for a while, I enjoyed the, and I don't know what the genere of them are called because there is a genere for it. Uh, the Twin Eagle, the Gunsmoke, the Super R-Type. Where oh, the, the shoot-em-ups. The, yes, the shoot-em-ups. There the we go. Genre. I used to play a bunch of those. And they were always fun, but you could not beat them. And you bringing up Silver <laughs> Surfer is hilarious because Silver Surfer was basically a shooter-up game. And the only way I ever beat that thing was using a Game Genie and cheating. <laughs> Cheaters. <laughs> were, He's a hey, hey, hey. I've done my I've done my fair share of Game Genie in the past. <laughs> that, but those that... Those were the worst games, the hardest games were the shooter-ups. I don't think I ever completed any of them other than Silver Surfer, and that's because of the game Genie. And it's it's funny, Silver Surfer, from what I've heard, a little bit of online from people who who like go back to these old games, mm -hmm. they they usually have Sil Silver Surfer in the top 10 of hardest oh, uh, it was games. It was an insane game. And you, you would think other shmups like Life Force, Gradius, Gradius 2, um, and, and others that are on the system would be there, but no, it, it's always Silver Surfer. Yeah. Game. <laughs> uh, Storm, how about you? What game, single games or, or multiple do you, have you found difficulty with? Um, Mortal Kombat XL, the Mortal Kombat 10. It's a lot harder than the Mortal Kombat 11. And I even have it set on the super, you know, easy level, whatever, because I'll always play with the easiest setting so I can actually enjoy the game instead of getting super frustrated. Mm -hmm. But this one, even on that easy setting, it's still a butt kicker. So I stopped playing it because it was just annoying. They shouldn't, if I'm setting it to be easy, the boss should not be always always killing me i know bosses should be hard to kill but i should be able to get a couple of hits in if i don't have it on the insane setting um another game that i played on the switch that i got rid of was the newer donkey kong game because i got spoiled by the newer mario kart where you know if not mario kart the mario the super mario the yes. oh odyssey right yes where you could save you know if a level was giving you a hard time you could save that spot and come back to it that donkey kong game every time i died at one point it sent me all the way back to the beginning mm -hmm. and that was just not going to work for me because if i kept dying at the same point and i've no you're making me play all the way back at the beginning mm -mm, nope mm -hmm. so i noped out of that one and yeah that's it's, it, it's funny jamie owls you you remember uh his storm's talking about donkey kong country tropical freeze i believe yeah. you and i have played that yeah we have and i agree with storm rose because there were a few levels myself that i just kept dying and whenever i die i go back to the beginning again and also some of the bosses i think the last boss i played on that game was the octopus one and that was the one that i ended up just you know having to take a break from it because i I just wasn't having fun with that. 
and and for context, the, uh, Jamie Owls got to the that's the fourth world boss, and there's only six worlds in the game. So for you to have gotten through four worlds of this game, that is pretty impressive. It. Uh, mm-hmm. It by far is not only one of the best of the Donkey Kong series, probably one of the best platformers on the Switch, but it's also one of the hardest entries on on the Switch. And there are things in the game because uh, it's a port or an update from a Wii U game, a, a version of it on the Wii U. But there, there's updates on it, kind of an easy mode thing where you can play as Funky Kong to make it mm-hmm. easier for you because it has more health and you can I think you can like glide through the end of the rest of the stage or something. And other stuff to make the stages easier, like uh, more hearts and balloons. So if you fall, it brings you back up. But it still doesn't change the fact that the game is is, is hard as hell. Um, I really liked it, and you know, I I do want to play it again. But it's just all the levels are they make it too difficult. It's just it's it becomes very easy me easy for me to just to give up. Yeah, and and that that kind of tr- transfers into my next question uh, jamie allison storm because you guys bring up a good point about like you know some of the games are fun like you want to play donkey kong and you want to play mortal kombat xl but how much does the difficulty deter or defer you from the games and uh simbo i kind of want to move to you on on this and kind of bring up uh, also bring in the whole the the whole uh, souls like genre because uh, in offline topics, you uh, offline discussions, you and I have talked about souls likes and in, in, in general and how you really don't like those type of games. If I could kind of get your feedback on whether or not what it is about souls like souls like games that you dislike, and then if I can get your second opinion on if games are too difficult, if they just make you lose interest. Are you asking now or are we, are we I'm asking waiting? you now, sorry. Okay. <laughs> there, was, there was kind of like a loaded barrel right there. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm throwing a, a two loaded Donkey Kong barrels at you. Yeah, oh, clearly. <laughs> um, well, to answer the the first the first half of this with um, you know the whole souls like and what what's what the reason reasoning behind it is is it's just it gets to a point where you know in the storytelling you know the storytelling alone it's you've got you know oh this samurai warrior baba bob like el you know i'm assuming elden ring because i've never played i've never played it but i'm assuming you're some kind of like sam you're some kind of warrior and that you know and you're you're clunky you're sluggish you're I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first day as samurai. Ha. And to the point where all you're doing is legitimately, okay, watch, watch, watch. Okay, when he does this, hit this button to dodge. Dodge, 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 dodge. Poke. Dodge, 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 dodge. Poke. And to the point where he's got 1,000 HP and I'm doing... 50 damage to him with each poke. I think you explained every video game boss ever. <laughs> um, well, this is where it differs because in 
every video game boss ever, yes, there's a, a lot of that. Jason, I will agree with you on that. There's a lot of that. However, in most video game bosses, if the boss hits me once, I'm not threatened with pretty much death immediately, or I just, or I'm not, you know, oh, one hit KO. That is what Elden Ring and Dark Souls and all that are. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. To the point, like I said, it to the point where it it is not fun. It it's it it, fr- it gets frustrating. It's you know, and like I I know people who have played Elden Ring to completion, and few of them have told me they'll spend ten hours, one boss. Yeah. Yes, I hundred. I absolutely hundred percent agree with you. Um, sub sub my own little two cents is that I've put about. 10 hours total into Elden Ring myself and about four to five hours into a couple bosses. So I absolutely sympathize. I, I, I think, I think that's the, 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 the word. I, <laughs> I believe it would be empathize, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying sympathize because losing 10 hours just to one boss. And it's really a, a rush. I think that when you finally actually beat the boss it's that rush of endorphins that's just yes i did it and i think that's what these people who really love the souls likes are chasing they're chasing that endorphin rush of i beat that boss but it goes back to what you had said is or kind of the point like is it worth it is it worth the 10 hours of time or simbu would you prefer to use that time in power wash simulator and you're you're cleaning like 10 different walls or or something like that or or you're doing uh texas chainsaw massacre and you made it up to level five grandpa you know are you investing the time wisely by just throwing that all on on one boss so yeah um you know or for example you know uh jedi survivor great great game Fantastic story, amazing combat, a lot of fun. And it's it's a bit of a Souls-like game. Because when you're fighting enemies, you've got to learn the attack patterns. You know, you've got to memorize. When I see this, I know that the enemies are going to... Oh, an enemy is going to do this. If I see this, I know that. I know this, I know that. Dodge, block, parry, you know. But in Jedi Survivor, it's... No boss takes you more than 30 minutes. You know, there's a lot more story. There's, you know, it's like, yes, you got this, you know, grueling boss fight here for 30, 40 minutes. But then you're not going to see a boss for another few hours at least. And it's going to be, you know, the best boss in the game for Jedi Survivor. Spoiler alert for those who haven't played it, although you should have already played it if you're going to. It's been out long enough. Rick, the door technician best boss in the damn game right there <laughs> oh man uh, is that kind of like a sans undertale thing where the the most unassuming guy is the strongest guy uh if you if you don't know rick the door technician uh just look it up here on youtube you will see <laughs> you will see exactly what it, what what i'm talking about it, it's a it's a fun little joke gag they put in the game it's kind of like when um 
Adam Driver did, Matt the Radar Technician, oh, that gotcha. whole sketch. Huh. So it's kind of something. It's something like that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that, okay, I dig it. That that that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it's funny how I feel like the whole Souls like formula where you put in so many hours to do to 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 do these type of fights and everything is kind of that auto inflated difficulty where like Simbu hit said, you take one or maybe two or three hits and you're, you're, you're dead. That's it. And you go back all the way back to the beginning. Not only, not only do you go all the way back to your last save, which could be hundreds of yards away, but you've lost all of your experience points because those are orbs that leave you when you die. It's and Jamie Owls, and Jason, you know that firsthand from Hollow Knight, as do I, because when you die, mm-hmm. you lose again all your experience. So you got to find your little ghost guy to get get all that all that stuff back. But yeah. just, the just, same thing in Jedi Survivor. But but like you said, it, at least the bosses are only a half an hour, and I'm sure I'm hoping that you can get hit once and not die. You know? <laughs> oh, you can get hit a few times. Um, yeah, you know. I mean, this, this isn't this isn't a Mario game. I mean, in Mario, you could get hit once or twice and you, you die. I mean, but obviously, well, Mario games uh, the difficulty is not, it's not the same. It's yeah. easier. <laughs> you know, I like, no, that does a whole other arena here. <laughs> I like games with a little challenge. However, if I'm playing and all I. Can, you know, all that's happening is that I'm dying. I'm lo- losing all my progress. To me, honestly, that's just takes the fun out of playing video games, in my opinion. I agree. Because then it becomes work. You have to work to get all that like, stuff back. Yep. Yeah. And then if, you know, I worked hard on collecting all the items that I found or you know, going through the level or getting to a spot or figuring out where to go and then suddenly I get killed and having to go back to where I started. To me, it's, you know, that's a waste of my time and I can't get that back. I might as well play a Mario game. And it's funny because I feel like NES hard games like Contra and uh, like Silver Surfer, you get power-ups and everything. And when you, if you get hit, you lose the power-up, but even still, with Contra, if you die, you immediately respawn exactly where you died, and there's no progress lost. And I think Silver Surfer, there are no checkpoints, so you're screwed if if you get hit. I mean, that's that's why that is one of the toughest games. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, whereas with something like a Souls like, it's just that much more unforgiving. Um, I, I kind of wish my one buddy Runjin Run was here because he's had a lot of experience with the Souls like genres. And those he was explaining to me when we went to the video game summit last weekend. One of the nice things with Souls likes is that it's kind of like a script, all the bosses and everything like that are scripted. You learn the patterns, you, you can dodge around it and be able to defeat them. And, and as Simbu had said, it like boss has a thousand hit points and you do an attack and it does one one damage or something you can get around the script and and chip away at the health and everything like that uh and, and as bad as it sounds i countered with the fact that okay you you can chip it away but i remember very clearly in my time with elden ring when i was fighting bosses that bosses would introduce whole different patterns that weren't seen on other attempts that i was doing and i've heard stories where 
individuals who've put in 10 hours on bosses and on hour eight or hour nine, the boss will start throwing a different attack that they've never done before at all. And they're not prepared for, and they end up getting screwed over and then they end up dying or, or because all it takes is one bad run to reduce your health from this to this. And yeah, you might've been able to get past that part, but any of these bosses in the souls likes, you, you can't afford to let your health even get that low. You have to have full health. Just, it just kind of as, as, as a, as a background. So just, yeah, I, 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 and in general, I don't know. I'm going to assume everyone here really hasn't played as many souls like games, a, a, a general consensus from everybody. Yay. Nay. No, no souls likes. No. Yeah. I, I would a agree. A few of them, just a few, but not like I've completed any nope. of them. Jason. Yeah. I think it would come down to it depends on what, you know, games are being considered souls like, you know, so it's like Jedi survivor slash Jedi outcast. Is that, are those both souls like, cause then, you know, God of war, is that a souls like, no, that, that, you know? that's another, the, it's funny. It's where it's like that in overinflated difficulty is kind of how I, I, I call it. Or the, the, obviously the biggest indicator is if it's made by from software. So if it's not made by from software, it could be, maybe it could be souls like, oh, like Hollow Knight, but yeah. Uh, Jason, what souls likes have you, have you played? Well, if we're going to where, when you die, everything restarts the original one that I could think of NES Rygar. Oh. We played the heck out of that game. And that was one you died. You started at the very beginning of the game and had to do everything again. That was one of the first examples I could think of that kind of game. <laughs> now, if memory serves, I because I, I've played it recently, and I say recently, where maybe like two years ago, so mm -hmm. that's really not that recent. One of the things I noticed with, with Rygar is uh, you do, I think it puts you in the beginning of the area, like the, the world where you're at, or like location or whatever, but you do keep all of your, your health upgrades and then your tools that you've gotten from beating the bosses. Are you? Because I, I, I didn't remember. I don't, I don't recall it. It has been years since I've played it though. <laughs> you I, could I'm, very well be correct. <laughs> I, I'm like 80% certain. Cause I could have sworn I've, I've seen speedrunners too. Like, uh, I think okay, maybe Argus. once you, Argus? maybe it does have a checkpoint and I just don't remember it. <laughs> but but let me like that game can be pretty pretty difficult you know that's that's not that is not an easy game no that was not but it was a fun game we had our interest for a while and, and like that was one of the original like metroidvanias before that was even a thing, a, a thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep so like a, a a general question is just simply like do we like playing these difficult games is is it fun do we is the challenge worth it? Is it is it something that you you like doing? Mobster, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on you, I, and I know you you more focus on uh, multiplayer games. So even based on some difficult matches that you had, I, I'll, I'll kind of uh, edit edit my question for for you especially. Uh, did you do you enjoy difficult situations in multiplayer games, or even tougher multiplayer games, or even just dif difficult games in general? Is that something you like? Uh, I mean, yeah, difficult situations are always, you know, 
a good thing to have to challenge you to kind of get your skill there where you want to like to improve yourself but it's another thing to make something so difficult where it's almost impossible to beat uh if it's if it's like that then it's just like okay you trying and trying and trying again and it gets a little tedious and then if it's bad enough you can finally just be like well screw it and give up you know like whatever but I mean, you, you, you don't want it like easy breezy, like, oh, I just went through this game with no problem because it didn't give me a challenge. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely, you definitely want, I mean, and again, and, not, and I don't think the whole game should be like super challenging and hard, but you definitely want your challenging periods in, in a game. Uh, yeah, that definitely makes sense, especially with like kind of that, that feeling of, Hey, I, I was able to beat or complete this game, but if if it's uh, Hello Kitty Spring Breeze, you know you don't. <laughs> there's there's not that same like level of, of satisfaction for for beating it or completing it. So, Jason, what are your thoughts on that? Do you enjoy completing playing difficult games? Here and there, yes, and I get the whole like how you were talking the endorphin stuff for beating it because like. With one of my main games, Pokemon, it's the same thing with the shiny hunting. When you finally get that shiny, it's that feeling that it's, all right, I got accomplished it. Doesn't matter whether it took you a hundred tries or a thousand tries, you get that <laughs> endorphins. Now, shiny hunting is much easier than any of the Souls games. So, <laughs> But sometimes that the challenge is nice to do. But it does get to the point where it gets too much sometimes and and shiny hunting is a different kind of challenge it's like a mental challenge almost like yes. the 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 marathon running where it's not even just the physical aspect it's the mental game you know you got to have the the right uh sort of mental state to be able to invest that amount of of time to be able to to handle that mm -hmm. oh yeah Jane. definitely more like a marathon <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the 0.0001% shiny rates. I remember, I, th I think you were telling me about. Oh yeah. Uh, J Jamie Owls, do you, do you enjoy the difficult games, challenging, challenging ones? What are your thoughts on that? Well, as I said earlier, I like a game that has like a little challenge in it to get the adrenaline going. However, there were games that I played where the boss was impossible and the feeling that I would have when I finished that difficult boss, not only do I feel relieved that it's over, but it also gives me this, I'm not going to play this game anymore. <laughs> um, an example would be, uh, this was a couple of years ago, but the first Evil Within. And Simbu, I think you played it a little bit. I don't know if you finished it, but there was a boss with um, like a lock on his head or a safe. And that one, yeah, that was it. That was the game. That was the boss that tells me, okay, I think I'm done. I'm never going to play this game again. <laughs> um, I, I did. Um, I got to about chapter two and I just put the game aside. I, I, I just... I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. And it's funny to that end, Jamie Owls. I remember you running into that with the, the vampire game uh, with uh -oh. that one Len big hulking uh -oh. guy. Inferno Fox, you froze. Oh, am, I, am I frozen? We lost our host. Oh, I can see you guys. You oh, were frozen. You're back. Yeah, you were frozen for a moment. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, you're back now, maybe. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. My uh, it said my internet connection was unstable, so hmm. I, I'm back. Lovely. Uh, I heard everything. I heard all you guys, and uh, so we're good. So, um, Storm, let me let me ask you: Do you enjoy playing difficult games? Do you? Is that something that that you like to do? Do you do you revel in the challenge, or is it something where you're you're like, oh balls, I don't want to have to fight this boss again and or if you're able to beat it it just totally demotivates you first i'm going to point out you said the curse word before i did i'm very proud of myself for that um <laughs> now, now technically balls <laughs> but it, it, it's on the spectrum of being a bad word so you know i've been oh. i've censored myself so no um i do like a good challenge there was one game of mortal phoenix rising or mortals phoenix rising on the switch that i played a lot of the some of the puzzles in there to unlock some areas are stupidly difficult to the point that i have stopped playing it i have one area the main mountain to unlock so i'm 90 percent way through the game but because of those puzzles i quit because after hours of trying to get through them and you keep dying and you have to you know time your jumps right and there's just no like i've tried to look for shortcuts and and everything and yeah i really like that game it's a lot of fun you get to ride horses and deers and stuff so just like running around the the countryside on those but yeah if i'm fighting just to get the one little material that I need to unlock the next area, I lose all interest. Um, yeah, because then that's that's not fun if you just can't get no. past that one thing. And it's that big roadblock to being able to, to beat and finish the game. Yes. And oh. it's just made... <clears throat> I should go back to it eventually, but at the same time, I'm like, meh. Because it ju- I have those puzzles to do, and I just don't want to. So I do like the challenge of them. Um, the Valkyrie Queen that I've talked about in the God of War, I've looked online and other people have had as much difficulty with her and have not gone back to the game either. I just, you know, I'll go in, try to fight her now and I'll lose and then just quit because I've done most of the story stuff. So I have that game completed, just that queen and she is difficult just for the sake of difficulty, I think. And that is just dumb. It's discouraging. So, and, and, and I, I'm thinking at that point, it, it's that's probably in super boss territory where since the, since the game's already beaten, and that's a thing a lot of the, the developers really like to throw in for those of us that are we were able to finish the game or we we're able to beat the game, but now we want an extra challenge. That's even harder than like the last boss. Oh, here's, here's the Emerald weapon. Here's the Ruby weapon. Here's the Ultima weapon. You've already, you've already beaten Sephiroth. Well, here's three enemies that are that much tougher and stronger and will kick your butt quicker. Yep. <laughs> so here is one more and then I'll let you have it back. Um, <laughs> Jamie Owls had mentioned the remastered games earlier. I'll tell you, Mrs. Pac-Man that I got on the PS5 because every system that I've had has had to have a form of Pac-Man on it. Mm -hmm. That is my all-time favorite, uh, one of my all-time favorite video games. 
ever. And it's just the classic Pac-Man, you know, chasing the pellets. None of the 3D action ones that have come out, meh, are those. But this one, they don't have the same boost and stuff, and she moves slower than hmm. she used to. I know this for a fact, and it ticks me off because I'm getting eaten by ghosts more than I used to. I beat that game on the Sega Genesis, of all things, when we had and, it. So. And, and kind of to remind everybody, the Sega Genesis one has like 99 levels if, if i remember yes right. yep yeah so storm beat all 99 levels and actually <laughs> beat a pac-man yes i did nice so you know for me to not be able to go past level five or six on this I'm like <laughs> okay you guys have done something so i don't know i'm glad to have it so i can play it but not the same yeah and it's it's funny the the Immortals Phoenix Rising, it reminds me, uh, and Jason, this will probably make you think of it too, the, the shrines from Tears of the Kingdom, mm. where they're just, so the shrines from Tears of the Kingdom, in my opinion, are harder than the ones that are in Breath of the Wild, and Mobster had played Breath of the Wild as well, and could probably attest to, if, if he is able to, Mobster, if you're able to remember some of those shrines from, from Breath of the Wild, it was crazy to me just how tough Tears of the Kingdom was with, with some of the shrines, but then one of the fun and funny fun and funny thing with shrines in both of the Zelda games is that if you know how to, you can cheese all of them. And at, at some point it's like, I remember I was finishing up a few, few of the last shrines where, uh, where I was, cause I finished tears of the kingdom when, where I was at, it was more trying to get the shrine was the challenge to where when you actually get in the shrine that they just call it raw raw blessing and it's it's like a freebie when you get in there a couple of the ones that weren't like that that actually had puzzles I would, i'd be like okay i'm just gonna cheese this i'm gonna take the platform i'm gonna use the hand i'm gonna raise up the platform hold it there and then lower it manually and then i'm gonna jump on it and then use the reverse time and then it's gonna automatically take me up and then i'm just gonna jump up to the next thing and boom i'm already i'm i'm, I'm good i'm already there i'm i'm, I'm done with it I, i've done that already <laughs> she's a couple of the shrines <laughs> I know well, I it's probably easier to do that in tears of the kingdom than it is in the breath of the wild though oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah I, I i would definitely say that's fair <laughs> I, I i've heard of uh some of the people being able to cheese some of the ones in in breath but and, and there's definitely a, a larger sense of overall inventiveness in tears and yeah. it teaches the game freaking teaches you to be inventive with all the systems within it so well that, this is going to be the other consequence if you're going to be teaching everybody to be building optimus prime to destroy enemies then yeah, they're going to end up being able to cheese all these shrines. So, <laughs> oh, that's that's too funny. I I think kind of wrapping up the the overall topic of uh, the NES hard versus Souls like uh, I'm kind of I'm going to kind of leave it as as inconclusive because I I want Runjin Run to put his feedback on the side of the Souls like because he has I think Runjin Run has not only played demon souls dark souls one through three and Sekudo, he's beaten them all too and that is that is no small feat although i want to say for one of the dark souls he literally followed uh one of the youtube videos to a t to be able to beat it but i mean it still counts he he, he did beat it himself he's yeah he was following a guide but like 
guidebooks themselves literally gave that to us when we didn't I, have the internet. So I was gonna say that who has here hasn't used a guidebook before? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have uh-huh. guidebooks sitting behind me. What do you think uh-huh. you liar? <laughs> um one brief thing I, I kind of touched upon this just because I'm I'm genuinely curious. Uh super bosses a lot of the NES titles really didn't have Super Boss or anything like that because the game was the, the the Super Hard or Super Boss thing, especially getting flashbacks of like the hyper speed bikes from Battletoads oh, and, God. And, and whatnot. Like that's the Super Boss. The game is the Super Boss. But like uh, Storm, you had mentioned the, the Valkyrie Queen is one of the Super Bosses that you've been tangling with. Any other super bosses that you've dealt with in in any of the games that that you've played, to your, to your Ye- recollection? Yes, the one in Mortal Kombat Eleven at the very end. She's uh, she's an evil, evil, evil freaking butthead. <laughs> um, yeah, that one took a little bit, a couple of tries to get through. Yeah, what was her name? Not Chronica, something. I forget what it is. I know exactly. I forgot what it was. Uh, That's so funny. I remember remember that being mentioned. That's so funny. Uh, Jamie Owls, any super bosses that you've ever had to tangle with? Mm, I don't know about super bosses, but I just had, I just dealt with a lot of like bosses in general that were kind of difficult, but I can't think of anything on top of my head right now that I had to deal with a really bad super boss. But actually, I take that back. Maybe the um, the second Horizon game, that boss right there was pretty difficult, even though I was on the easy setting. Uh, which boss in, in Horizon? The the last one? The very last one. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I can't think of her name right now, but she was kind of difficult. Uh, Simbu, how about you? Super bosses? Any any that leave you with the flashbacks? I mean, Valkyrie Queen is one of them. Um, and in Ragnarok, the uh, Berserkers. Yay! So you got um, that to look forward to their storm yeah Yeah. i have to this day i have not beaten a single one of the berserkers then again i haven't really tried um but uh i mean you you really want a super boss i mean i'm gonna go with star wars force unleashed fighting vader yes good that is a great example. Great example. I, I've heard many a, a horror story about people fighting Vader in that. Oh, that's a good one. That is such a good one. Nice. Because you get to see him in Jedi Outcast, but he's not really a it's not really a boss fight. Boss fight. It's not like Force Unleashed where you have to fight Vader to finish the game. And for, for, for context, for anybody who, who hasn't, you know, played that, think of the end of, uh, what is it, Rogue, what's, what's the one, uh, the Star Wars movie where Vader, Vader appears at the end, is that Rogue, Rogue One? Rogue One. That's, and how he's just easily dispatching, yeah, that's, that's the kind of difficulty that <laughs> fighting Vader there really 
encompasses. Jason, how about you? Super bosses. Can't think of any in particular ones. I know I've dealt with a few of the Final Fantasy ones after the game's cleared and you got all the extra bosses, but nothing like that particularly sticks out in my head is like one was, oh my God, like I gave up on it. Because even the Final Fantasy ones, if you learn the patterns and use all your spells and stuff, there are ways to beat them. So I can't think of anything that off the top of my head, really. Nothing oh, in come like on, this... Mr. Pokemon Trainer. Uh, or, or, or like There's no or super bosses in Pokemon. <laughs> Just level up to 100, you walk through the game. <laughs> yeah, this coming from the guy that saves right every time before he goes after a legendary. Hey, only when they run away and you lose them. <laughs> <laughs> Mobster, how about you? Uh, any super bosses or we'll say in... Uh, multiplayer games, let's say when you have to face Simbu in Halo. That's a bad example. Yeah, that's, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to rack my brain as if I could think of any kind of super boss, but again, I'm I'm not the best when it comes to completing games i i'm notorious for i'll start a game that i like i'll play if, if a good amount and i end up just eh, just stopping and for no no reason not like it got too hard or anything like that i just i don't know decided all right i played it enough or maybe i got distracted by a new game or something but uh yeah the only thing i was thinking of and i, I don't even want to say it's a super boss but like in Mega Man, dr wiley was always a pain in the butt but um, you know, having like multiple forms and stuff like that, but not quite a super boss. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you there, especially in Mega Man one, where you have to fight not, not, so you have to, the last level you fight four of the enemies all it all in a row, you get no health boost. And then you have to immediately fight two phases of Dr. Wily. So yes. Yeah. That's pretty, pr pretty flipping hard. I, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, that's got to be why Mega Man 1 is is one of the, the hardest of the uh, original NES games. Uh, for, for me, I, pr I would probably say for a current game with Tears of the Kingdom, I would say the King, Gliok, and Jason, have fun with that. <laughs> that that'll be fun for you. Where it's, it's essentially a three-headed dragon that spews fire, ice, lightning, and when you get the health bar halfway down, it then goes way up in the air, even out of reach of the bow and arrow. So you have to figure a way to build something on the fly to be able to fly up and get, get to it. And meanwhile, I, I my character with Link has uh, an outfit with 60 defense where one of his attacks still takes away like seven to 10 hearts each. Jeez. Even with 40 hearts, you're dead in about five or six hits. Mm -hmm. On top of that, there's a version of that that's in the depths where not only is it everything that I just said, but when he hurts you, he uh, disables your heart completely. You can't recover your health. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's fun. Jason, you'll have fun with that. Oh, yeah. That'll be a fun one. And I, I think Final, I have to say Final Fantasy-wise, uh, before I wrap, wrapping things up here, probably... Some of the super bosses from Final Fantasy V, probably some of the hardest, or maybe even like 
uh, Final Fantasy 12 with some of the bosses there, uh, super boss like yeah, not so much Yasmat as that's just the uh, boss of endurance, but like uh, the Omega weapon there and maybe the Zodiac. Um, this Zodiac thing, real quick, it's a boss you fight in 12 where you get the energy bar, but once you get the bar down to here, it it look it's like all of your attacks do maybe about five to ten percent of what damage that they were doing, and his attacks have a 50% chance to kill your characters outright, like completely. You, you can't stop it. Or they do roughly two to 5,000 damage to all your characters at once. So you're constantly trying to revive your characters and keep them alive and try and keep them buffed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. So, yeah, difficult games. If, if anything, it, some of them can be worth the challenge. I really liked uh simbu's points especially where he was talking about with the souls like uh and i i and hate to say it except i don't where it, it almost feels like you're the, the whole movement schema with that is really slow it just kind of feels slow and I, I like difficult games when the 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 character whomever you're playing as controls well enough to be able to kind of support the difficulty something like a mega man mega man controls like a dream it's fan it, it's great so you know what what you're getting into something difficult like uh, uh even like the harder challenges like i mentioned with tears of the kingdom link controls fantastic if you can get beyond a lot of the that re real slow issue and it, it, it's still fun fun to play as you can pretty much hopefully be able to to conquer anything so I want to go ahead and take the time again to to thank everyone here for joining us um and especially big thanks of course to uh you the viewers for watching uh just going to do uh, a quick outro with everybody here jason the 13th again you'll be able to find him on his youtube channel jason the 13th for gameplay videos for pokemon scarlet and violet as well as some of the tears of the kingdom jason thank you for joining us not a problem thanks for having me <laughs> Simbu, uh, Simbu Darkfang, you can find at Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. Again, Basement of the Dead, Aurora, Illinois. Simbu, thank you so much for jo joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, just one honorable mention here for uh, Super Bosses, the Water Temple Ocarina of Time. Fair. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's more like a boss of attrition, of frustration. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about like a near perfect game? That's the mole on the Cindy Crawford, yeah. the, the Water Temple. <laughs> Storm, Storm Rose Sky. You can you, you can find her at both her Twitch and YouTube channels of Storm Rose Sky. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. And it was Chronica. I googled it. I looked it up. So it was Chronica, the final boss. Ah, wow, I can't believe I, I I was able to remember that. And you know, okay, real quick, what is a real stupid hard game sometimes? Fall Guys. Guys, it is frustratingly hard sometimes, and I will quit just because it like makes no sense mm -hmm. at all. Makes absolutely no sense, and you get stuck in, yeah. Yeah. It, yes. It, it, it's oh, so funny go. that that was my main worry about you guys dragging me into Fork Knife about it being like Fall Guys because I played Fall Guys for about four to five hours and I'm, I was worried about Fork Knife being that way and it's not. I was really yeah, pleasantly God. surprised how well Epic designed 
the overall gameplay loop for Fork Knife. Yep. But I, I digress. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, we all Jamie digress. Owls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jamie Owls, uh, thank you for, for joining us. Yeah, as always, thank you. Enjoy talking about video games. And we enjoy talking about video games with you as well. And Mobster, thank you again for, for joining us as well. Of course, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. And th thank you, everybody. I, I, I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a fantastic day, night, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs>